You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 37. We're continuing in the book of Job. We've heard Job and his three friends and even the young man Elihu all try to explain why terrible things happen to righteous and innocent Job. And though we've heard many theories as to why God did any of this, God decides to step in and enter the argument. And along the way, God throws out a lot of obscure geological, anthropological, and biological facts that Job has no idea about. Even the way animals live outside of man's observation, God seems to know the secrets and the truth behind all science. Of course, this is without using the word science. God just knows the answers, leaving Job dumbfounded. But at the end of it, God gives Job an opportunity to reply. And we're also continuing in the New Testament in the book of Matthew. Jesus has just finished talking about the end times, the second coming. He talks about all the disasters and then the redemption from the angels that will come. And now, as we finish chapter 24 and begin chapter 25, Jesus begins to talk about the timing of it all, that no one can ever predict it. Then he uses the story of ten girls, some are foolish and some are wise, to illustrate that we really don't know, but we should always be prepared. Think of a group of girls who decide to have their flashlights in a dark night, and one group of girls brings extra batteries, while the other ones think the batteries and their flashlights are good enough. So already you could see the difference between preparedness and just getting by. Stay with us to hear all the details. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Job chapter 38 Then the Lord spoke to Job from a whirlwind. Who is this ignorant person who raises doubts about my decisions? Prepare to defend yourself. Get ready to answer the questions I will ask you. Where were you when I made the earth? If you were so smart, answer me. And who decided how big the earth should be? Who measured it with a measuring line? What is the earth resting on? Who put the first stone in its place? When the morning stars sang together, and the angels shouted with joy, who closed the floodgates as the sea gushed from the womb? Who covered it with clouds and wrapped it in darkness? I set the limits for the sea and put it behind locked gates. I said to the sea, you can come this far, but no farther. This is where your proud waves will stop. Did you ever in your life command the morning to begin or the day to dawn? Did you ever tell the morning light to grab the earth and shake those who are evil out of their hiding places? The morning light makes the hills and valleys easy to see. 
When the daylight comes to the earth, the colors of these places stand out like a dyed coat. They take shape like soft clay that is pressed with a stem. Evil people don't like the daylight. When it shines brightly, it keeps them from doing the bad things they do. Have you ever gone to the deepest parts of the sea? Have you ever walked on the ocean bottom? Has anyone shown you the gates to the world of the dead? Have you ever seen those gates that lead to the dark place of death? Do you really understand how big the earth is? Tell me if you know all this. Where does light come from? Where does darkness come from? Can you take them back to where they belong? Do you know how to get there? Surely you know these things, since you are so old and wise. You were alive when I made them, weren't you? Have you ever gone into the storerooms, where I keep the snow and the hail? I saved them there for times of trouble, for the times of war and battle. Have you ever gone to the place where the sun comes up, where it makes the east wind blow all over the earth? Who dug ditches in the sky for the heavy rain? Who made a path for the thunderstorm? Who makes it rain even in desert places where no one lives? The rain gives that dry, empty land all the water it needs, and grass begins to grow. Does the rain have a father? Who produces the drops of dew? Does ice have a mother? Who gives birth to the frost? That's when the water freezes as hard as a rock. Even the deep sea freezes over. Can you tie up the Pleiades? Can you unfasten the belt of Orion? Can you bring out the other constellations at the right times? Can you lead out the bear with its cubs? Do you know the laws that control the sky? Can you put each star in its place above the earth? Can you shout at the clouds and command them to cover you with rain? Will lightning obey your command? Will it come and ask what you want it to do? Who makes people wise? Who puts wisdom deep inside them? Who is wise enough to count the clouds and tip them over to pour out their rain? The rain makes the dust become mud, and the clumps of dirt stick together. Do you find food for the lions? Do you feed their hungry young? No. They hide in their caves or wait in the grass, ready to attack their prey. Who feeds the ravens when their young cry out to God and wander around without food? Job 39 to chapter 40, verse 2. Do you know when the mountain goats are born? Do you watch when the mother deer gives birth? Do you know how many months they must carry their young? Do you know when it is the right time for them to be born? When these animals feel their birth pains, they lie down, and their babies are born. Their young grow strong out in the wild. Then they leave their mothers and never come back. Who let the wild donkeys go free? Who untied their ropes and let them loose? I let the wild donkey have the desert for a home. 
I gave the salt lands to them for a place to live. They are happy to be away from the noise of the city. They never have to listen to their drivers shouting at them. The mountains are their pasture. That is where they look for food to eat. Will a wild bull agree to serve you? Will he stay in your barn at night? Will he let you put ropes on him to plow your fields? A wild bull is very strong, but can you trust him to do your work? Can you trust him to gather your grain and bring it to your threshing floor? An ostrich gets excited and flaps its wings, but it cannot fly. Its wings and feathers are not like the wings of a stork. An ostrich lays her eggs on the ground unless the sand keep them warm. The ostrich forgets that someone might step on her eggs or that a wild animal might break them. An ostrich leaves her young. She treats them as if they were not her own. If they die, she does not care that all her work was for nothing. That's because I did not give wisdom to the ostrich. She is foolish, and I made her that way. But when the ostrich gets up to run, she laughs at the horse and its rider because she can run faster than any horse. Did you give the horse its strength? Did you put the mane on its neck? Did you make it able to jump like a locust or snort so loudly that it scares people? The horse is proud to be so strong, eager to run into battle. It digs at the ground with its hooves. It laughs at fear. Nothing makes it afraid. It does not run away from battle. The rider's arrows rattle on the horse's side. The weapons in his hand flash in the sun. The horse gets excited and races ahead. When the trumpet blows, it cannot stand still. When the trumpet sounds, it snorts a reply. You can smell the battle from far away, hear the shouts of commanders, and the battle cries. Did you teach the hawk how to spread its wings and fly towards the south? Did you tell the eagle to fly up in the sky and build its nest so high? It makes its home on the edge of a cliff. A rocky ledge is its fortress. From there it watches far away, searching for its food. You will find eagles where something has died. Their young ones feast on the blood. Then the Lord said to Job, You tried to find fault with God all-powerful. Do you still want to correct me? First, answer my questions. Matthew 24, verses 32 to 51. Jesus continues, The fig tree teaches us a lesson. When its branches become green and soft, and new leaves begin to grow, you know that summer is very near. In the same way, when you see all these things happening, you will know that the time is very near, already present. I assure you that all these things will happen while some of the people of this time are still living. The whole world, earth and sky will be destroyed, but my words will last forever. No one knows when that day or time will be, 
The angels in heaven don't know, and not even the Son knows when it will be. Only the Father knows. When the Son of Man comes, it will be the same as what happened during Noah's time. In those days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving their children to be married right up to the day Noah entered the boat. They knew nothing about what was happening until the flood came and destroyed them all. It will be the same when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken and the other will be left. Two women will be grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other will be left. So always be ready. You don't know the day your Lord will come. What would a homeowner do if he knew when a thief was coming? You know he would be ready and not let the thief break in. So you also must be ready. The Son of Man will come at a time when you don't expect it. Imagine a servant whose master puts him in charge of giving his other servants their food at the right time. How will that servant show how careful and dependable he is? When the master comes and finds him doing the work he gave him, that day will be a happy one for that servant. I can tell you without a doubt, the master will choose that servant to take care of everything he owns. But what will happen if that servant is evil and thinks his master will not come back soon? He will begin to beat the other servants. He will eat and drink with others who are drunk. Then the master will come when the servant is not ready, at a time when the servant is not expecting him. The master will punish that servant severely and send him to join the other servants, who only pretend to be good. There they will cry and grind their teeth in pain. Matthew 25, verses 1-13 through 13. A story about ten girls. At that time, God's kingdom will be like ten girls who went to wait for the bridegroom. They took their lamps with them. Five of the girls were foolish, and five were wise. The foolish girls took their lamps with them, but they did not take extra oil for the lamps. The wise girls took their lamps and more oil in jars. When the bridegroom was very late, the girls could not keep their eyes open, and they all fell asleep. At midnight, someone announced, The bridegroom is coming! Come and meet him! Then all the girls woke up. They made their lamps ready, but the foolish girls said to the wise girls, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are almost empty. The wise girls answered, No, the oil we have might not be enough for all of us, but go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. So the foolish girls went to buy oil, and while they were gone, the bridegroom came. The girls who were ready went in with the bridegroom to the wedding feast. Then the door was closed and locked. Later, the other girls came. They said, Sir, sir, open the door to let us in. But the bridegroom answered, Certainly not. I don't even know you. So. Always be ready. You don't know the day or the time when the Son of Man will come. Psalm 
Psalm chapter 18, verses 37 to 42. I chased my enemies and caught them. I did not stop until they were destroyed. I struck them down and they could not get up again. They fell under my feet. You made me strong in battle. You made my enemies bow down before me. You made my enemies turn and run away. I destroyed those who hated me. They cried out for help, but there was no one to save them. They cried out to the Lord, but he did not answer them. I beat them to pieces like dust, blown by the wind. I smashed them like mud in the streets. Thank you, everyone. That was day 37. Join us for day 38, where we get to hear Job respond to God's questions about the universe. Remember, Job wanted to have an audience with God. Well, now here is his chance. And in the book of Matthew, we hear the story about three servants, which is really a story about how we use the talents that God has given us, and basically giving God a return on his investment in us. And then we get to hear a little bit more about the second coming and how God will judge the world. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.